Hello and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm David Shidnovic and joining me is Joe Bakavic, part of the Strategic Infrastructure Planning Team at CN. And today we're going to be talking locomotives. So Joe, what does the locomotive fleet look like at CN overall? Thanks, David. You know, at the end of December, we had 1,550 road locomotives of 4,000 horsepower or greater in service. Uh, in addition, we've got 350 mid-range locomotives and some 515 uh, yard switch locomotives in our fleet. Our first focus has been on supplementing our main road heavy haul fleet going into winter. And right now we have over 10% more locomotives running in that service than we did the same time last year. These locomotives are pulling trains that are 10 to 12,000 feet long, and that's that's two miles, and it's up to 20,000 tons, so we're moving a lot of traffic. In the uh, CN network, trains are typically requiring two or three locomotives to get the best, you know, effective power to tonnage ratios. So if we go back, say, to the 1970s, how has train length and locomotive technology evolved? Well, back then, 3,000 horsepower was considered a big locomotive. You might have 6,000 horsepower, two locomotives worth of locomotives on the head end, and it would be about 6,000 feet in length. There was a caboose on the other end with folks in it that would give you the conditions of what was going on at the other end of the train. All that power was all up front, and it's uh, doing all the pulling. So you're dragging tonnage through all the curves, creates a lot of wear and tear. Technological change over time meant locomotives at the front could control locomotives that were placed in the middle or the end of the train. Electronic telemetry device also replaced the end of the train's caboose. So now you have distributed power within the train. So instead of just pulling from the front, you're pushing as well. That means better control of the train. The train rolls more freely and handles better. You have better distribution of pressure on your air brake pipe as air compressors feed from both ends. You also have a more fuel efficient arrangement. So just on that, Joe, so what does distributed power mean for braking? Well, locomotives need to push air through the braking system all the way back to the end of the train. And when it gets to 25 degrees below or worse, seals stiffen and the air is harder to compress. To counter this, train lengths have to be reduced depending on the severity of the cold outside. And you do that to maintain the integrity of the braking system. As a result, more crews and locomotives are uh, required to move the same amount of tonnage. The added trains may result in more train-to-train meets. Today, with the technological advances, we're talking about 10,000 to 12,000 foot trains, regardless of these conditions. Using distributed power means better ability to maintain air brake pressure at the required levels of, of safe operation, limits the wear and tear of wheels and rail, and mitigates some of the impact of cold temperatures on our operating efficiency. Now there's DC locomotives and AC locomotives. What's the difference? They're a bit more expensive. But AC actually gives you better power delivery and braking, particularly at low ranges of speed, from 0 to 15 miles an hour. It's easier to get, you know, these big heavy trains going with AC power, and we get better traction improvement over DC in the order of about 30%. They're less prone to failure as well, and in the winter, you don't get snow into the traction motors. Okay, now in December 2017, CN initiated the purchase of 260 new AC locomotives from GE Transportation over three years, and the first 60 were delivered through the second half of 2018. Now, what does the pace of deliveries look like for 2019 and beyond? In 2019, CN expects to receive another 140 units, AC units, from GE Transportation, half of which are expected to be delivered in the first three months of 2019. Another 50 are expected to be delivered by the end of June, and the balance will be in place in September in time for the next surge in demand for the 2019 harvest. In 2020, we already have an order of 60 locomotives, and we're looking uh, at our process, our regular process, with CN marketing and assessing demand so that we meet the demands of all of CN's customers. Thanks for your time, Joe, and thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.